0: The content of the Tandem Radio program and website is intended for general information purposes only. It's not designed to provide listeners with specific and personal financial, legal, counseling, professional service, or other advice. The views expressed by show hosts, their guests, and callers are their own and should not be construed in any way as opinions of Tandem Radio or the Bridge FM network.
1: We want to welcome all of our radio and global internet listeners to the
2: program. And now, here's our host, Glenn DeLakian. You will eat the fruit of your labor. Blessings and prosperity will be yours, says Psalms one twenty-eight two. Good morning. This is Tandem Radio Live, and this is your host, Glenn in here every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. and just enjoying this beautiful weather, this God-given weekend, and uh, so excited about the topic for today. I'd like to welcome all our listeners, both regionally, nationally, and internationally as well. It's always great to get your emails from around the country and literally around the world, and it's exciting to know that you're out there listening and tuned in and uh, looking forward to getting some good business advice. We call this show The Good News on Business, and that's what we focus on. And the idea is that we basically do our best to pull God's Scripture out of the Bible and apply it to your business life every day. Our goal is to help people realize that the Christian walk is a 24-7 walk. It's not about coming to church on Sunday and then flicking the switch on Monday morning. Believe me, guys, I know I've been there, done that, doesn't work, and uh, when I finally came to the Lord and realized how important His scriptures were, I realized it's not only important for my family, for my personal life, and for my church life, but it was also powerful for my business life, and I pray that you would pray to God for decision-making process in your businesses as well as your everyday life. So we're here to talk about today the good news on business, bringing you God's Word and His scriptures, and every week we come up with a different title and bring in a guest each week who talks with me about those topics, and uh, we have a little bit different show for you today. We're going to be talking more general about reinventing yourself for business, and uh, although we have a real estate expert in the studio today, we're going to talk about reinventing how she reinvented her business, and it's leading her to great success, and it's just a great topic that I enjoy talking about. And a matter of fact, I'm going to wrap up in the last segment with uh, four valuable points that you can write down that'll help you reinvent your business to succeed in any times, whether it's Um, economic downfall economic uphill whatever is going on you can reinvent yourself and you need to if you haven't And we'll talk more about that soon. But let's start off with the scriptures as we do every week. Again, the good news on business is all about finding God's Word and how it applies to our business. So here's three scriptures we have for today. And now I'm going to introduce our guest, Deborah Weiss, who's not only a business owner, but a real estate broker and many other things. And uh, we'll be back to that in a few. Ecclesiastes 3.22. So I saw that there is nothing better for a person than to enjoy their work because that is their lot. Psalm 9017 may the favor of the Lord our God rest on us establish the work of our hands for us yes establish the work of our hands and the last scripture for today John 627 do not work for food that spoils but for food that endures to eternal life which the Son of Man will give you. For on him God the Father has placed his seal of approval. I know uh, sometimes it can be a stretch reaching into Ecclesiastes for some, Ecclesiastes for some positive news, but I'm excited about that scripture this morning, 322. So I saw that there is nothing better for a person than to enjoy their work, because that is their lot, and it is so important to enjoy your work. And I invited a friend on the air today who I know enjoys her work, enjoys her uh, time with the Lord, enjoys her family and so many other things. And that person is Deb Weiss. Debbie, how oh, good to see you! Welcome and welcome back.
3: Thank you very much, Glenn. Glad to be back and uh, on a different topic as um, is, is well, although it does relate to my profession. But thank you for inviting me.
2: Oh, no problem. So, so, Deborah, tell our audience a little bit about yourself, your background, and where you are today, and so forth.
3: Okay. Um, well, I've been entrepreneurial for almost all my life that I recall. Um, restaurants, um, Curse for women, gyms, whatever it may be. Mm. Uh, and then I got into uh, contracting, general contracting, flipping houses, uh, <laughs> making lots of money. Um, and uh, that also, of course, led me into, that was the start of my real estate career because I found that I would much rather uh, buy my own properties and sell my own properties and not utilize somebody else. So mm. then uh, when the uh, economic uh, downturn, uh, uh, you know, um, you know, came to be is when I personally came to know what short sales were all about. Mm. So that is where I guess today I'm re- have reinvented myself, and I am the uh, uh, known as the short sale specialist in Monmouth and Ocean County.
2: There you go. And I emphasize the <laughs> the <laughs> short sale <laughs> specialists, right? Yes. So just digging into your background a little bit, you went from. Basically, uh, again, entrepreneurial, you you uh, went invo- were involved in some businesses, you even owned a franchise at one time, right? Yes. So you tried that avenue, and then, uh, again, uh, moving forward, doing what you needed to do, got into flipping your own houses. That was real popular at one time, right? People yes, yes. buying dilapidated houses or rundown properties or whatever, and then taking them and building or re- renovating. And you actually were in the construction side of that, right? Yes, I
3: was actually a licensed general contractor, and on the job side, all, you know, Every day on the job site. There
2: you go. So yeah. something that a woman's not usually known for, especially Correct. those years ago, right?
3: Correct. Yeah. However, I you know most people enjoyed working for me because I was extremely efficient, organized, and the projects got done. You know, on time, and all the vendors always got paid. That's what they really enjoyed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And uh, like everything, the Bible says there's a season for everything. So you went from the franchising thing into flipping the houses, and, and I know you built some beautiful homes. It's funny, because we before we even met, I had looked at a couple of your homes. Okay. I think I might have mentioned that to you, that yes. before we actually moved to where we are now, but it's kind of funny um, that we didn't even know each other. Here I am walking through a house that you built. And then you went from flipping the homes, which were, again, really hot at one time, and then kind of took a dip, right? And you decided to get into actual real estate and getting your license and actually selling, right?
3: Correct, yeah. This way to buy and sell my own properties and and add to the the profit.
2: Mm, Okay, Okay, rather
3: than give that to to somebody else, I said I could do that as well.
2: There you go. Now, this is important background for our listeners because this all leads up to what we're going to talk about. And, of course, reinventing ourselves. Um, And it's so critical to do that. If you're a business owner today and you haven't been thinking about that or haven't done it recently, you really need to do it. Uh, Because so many of the companies that are struggling today are the ones who are stale. But we're going to get back to that in a second. So, again, to clarify... Uh, so you did the construction, you went into real estate, and then you found there was a blip in the real estate market, right? Well,
3: yes. Um, what happened was is that my projects just kept getting bigger and bigger, and I mm. kept investing and in making more and more, so it was almost like musical chairs. I didn't notice when the music stopped, and I was out of chair. <laughs> well, <there you> <laughs> and I was stuck with quite a few uh, properties, um, and they were, again, they were the large properties. Mm. So that's when I, uh, you know, being in, in real estate, um, found uh, this thing called short sales. Right. And how do what do you do with a property that now has negative equity? Mm-hmm. How do you get out of it, you don't have the cash? So that's, I personally discovered the short sales that way and then obviously got out of the, the building business, mm-hmm. okay, in the flipping and focused more on the real estate with specific concentration to the short sales because I had specifically done one for myself. Mm. And at that point I realized I needed to help other people and let them know and share my experience and let them know because um, I was just the tip of it, just the beginning, right. there were other people that were also experiencing exact same thing. They were doing what I was doing mm. and then experiencing the same thing as well.
2: Right, now we're gonna get into more into short shows because I want you to explain that in detail to our audience uh, be- uh, before the break, but, um, I wanted to, get again, follow this transition because I think it's really important because a lot of business owners, whether you're in the same business or you've transitioned from company to company, uh, and you know that in my background, I've been involved in many different companies, selling businesses, buying businesses, starting businesses, and so forth, and that's really been my life. But um, a lot of times, people even in the same business, they really still have to realize that just because you're doing the same kind of industry, that industry is constantly reinventing themselves, and we're going to talk about that more in a minute. But again, let's just go, so we follow the transition, so... Everybody hit a blip in the real estate market, right? It was kind of crazy. We had this big bubble burst, and a lot of people were holding the bag. And the thing I wanted to point out was a lot of people just folded up and went home, uh, declared bankruptcy, disappeared, and uh, went in, and maybe they're working at McDonald's today. I don't know, <laughs> but right. uh, some people worse, you know. But in your case, again, you took the bull by the horns, and you took what you learned, what you knew, and you moved into short sales.
3: Correct, and I wanted to share that with every. You know, really, my passion was in the beginning mm-hmm. was really to share with everybody. You know, the you know that I found short sales because they had been around for a very long time. Right. However, there were a lot of you were you were taxed on the different. You were still liable for the deficiency. So there were a lot of government uh, you know rulings that had, had come through to make short sales advantageous for people today, mm-hmm. and so that they wouldn't foreclose because the the government then foresaw this this epidemic and this problem that. Was was coming and that right behind it was going to be lots and you know millions of foreclosures were going to happen so they figured the short sales they realized when the government realized that it was a great program as well and they enforced it uh that's when they stepped it up and that's when i realized that i need to i have backing now and I need to educate people.
2: Mm, there you go. Well, so finally, the government recognized something uh, ahead of time, ahead of the curve, which is very unusual, but uh, that's good to know. Um, but uh, that, that wasn't the current administration, but that's another story. Uh, but uh, so let's just wrap up on short sales. So, so you got into short sales, and now you're in that business. You're stellar in it, and you've reinvented yourself. We're going to talk more about that after the break. But let's talk specifically about what you do. What is a short sale? Help our our audience understand that
3: well a short sale is if you owe more on your home mm-hmm. than it's currently worth you list the home with a licensed realtor you bring the the bank an offer for less than what is owed and you ask the bank to forgive you for the deficiency mm. so the bank will release you of the of the lien the deficiency and also then clear the title and allow the new you know the borrower the, the new buyer to now take possession of the home So you leave free and clear. Your expenses are paid. Um, The real estate fees are paid by the bank, legal fees, uh, transfer title. So you walk away. You don't have to incur... A penny. Mm. Whereas n- normally, if there was a def- if there was you know less than that's owed, you'd have to come to closing with cash. So this allows the homeowner to take the responsibility of allowing the ha- property to be shown, mm-hmm. allowing the realtor to try and get the highest you know uh, uh, price for the home on the bank's behalf, basically. Right. And then uh, so you're you're making your handshake. You're making an agreement. I will do everything responsibly to not pull out the carpeting, not pull out the you know the plumbing, and and stay in the home and protect it. And allowed to be sold on the open market
2: so before the change the homeowner was responsible for the deficiency in the sale so a lot of times they wouldn't bother selling it because they just go keep arrears in the mortgage and you go into foreclosure and all that and also before that a lot of times there was a tax ramification yeah right?
3: they were taxed on they were taxed on the difference they were 10.99 now you get a 10.99 C and therefore uh you know it you have to claim it but it's not taxable taxable income mm,
2: there so there's a go. lot
3: of incentive so the whole idea was to not have people just walk away from their home which is not fair to the neighbors right. which is not good for the banks and it's not in the long run good for the you know for the economy and for the market in general and it holds people accountable
2: mm, yeah and it's so important and, and it's really interesting that the government did take action there because it was a good action and a right action and it does make a huge difference and we're going to talk more about that uh, right after this break so We're here with Deborah Weiss, who's not only a real estate agent, a short sale expert, but is also a broker, which we'll talk about that in a few minutes. And our topic today on Tandem Radio Live is Reinventing Yourself how to take yourself from where you are today to where you want to be. And uh, so many companies have done it. Uh, Starbucks, McDonald's, uh, uh, Dunkin' Donuts, so many other companies have done that. And we need to learn from that, especially small and medium-sized business owners who like to hold on to the past. We need to really take a strong look at that. So we're going to have all of that coming up in the rest of the show.
0: The Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports ministry starting back in the 1950s by sports legends like Branch Rickey, Otto Graham, and John Wooden. The vision of FCA is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. Billy Graham wrote, FCA has grown into the most extensive ministry of its type in the world. For more information, our FCA link
4: at tandemradio.com. CSAVsystems.com works with you to find the right mix of technology to help make a greater impact. Whether you need wireless microphones, XM satellite music, or sophisticated teleconferencing, CSAVsystems.com can help you enhance your business. To find out more about how CSAV Systems can help you look and sound better, the number is 732 577 0077 or online at csavsystems.com, a sponsor of Tandem Radio.
2: Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn Delakian, here with Deborah Weiss, who's a business owner, real estate broker, and also short sales specialist. And uh, we've had Debbie on the air with us before. She's a great friend, and uh, we've talked about real estate and short sales and so forth. But our focus today is reinvent yourself for business. It's so key. And uh, if you're just tuning in, uh, we've been chatting about the real estate market and how Deborah has reinvented herself. And that's really going to be our focus today is reinventing yourself for business. Uh, So many companies have done it in the past. You take Starbucks, for example, if you read their history. They were at a point where they were ready to declare bankruptcy. They were in bad shape. And a guy came along who actually used to work for them. Uh, and uh, bought into the company and turned it all around. And today we have the Starbucks that we see with uh, uh, locations all across the country. And what did they do? Di- what did they do? They took coffee and they reinvented it. They started with their own language, their own ling- their own uh, uh, dialect of um, uh, created their own tribe, as they say. I know Seth Godin talks about being tribal. Um, you walk into a Starbucks and say, "I want a cup of coffee," and they stare at you. You know, so uh, think about it. They took that old concept of what they used to be and turned it into something new, and, and look how it took off. Or Dunkin' Donuts, for example, is another one. All they were known for was a donut and a cup of coffee for, for decades, and and they were also ready to fold up and uh, in bad shape, and uh, they decided to turn it around and, and bring life to their business, and look at them today. The logos are different. The style is different. They serve all kinds of bagels and egg sandwiches, and and, um, and have gone beyond all that, and it's just amazing where they're taking themselves, and the point is, if you're a business owner, and you've been doing stuff for a while. You need to reevaluate that on a regular basis. You need to reevaluate your marketing strategy. You need to reevaluate your philosophy. A lot of times, it's the same the same product. Like you take Starbucks, it's coffee, right? The same product, but what did they do? They they reevaluated it and how it impacted the society. And of course, the obvious generations change. I mean, if your business is around that long, you're dealing with a different clientele, a different age group. And uh, we've all seen you know baby boomer, baby boomers and the uh, X generation and this generation that generation but we see how they change and things are changing so fast today that reinventing yourself is critical and if you're a business owner out there listening today and you're sitting there going well how am i going to do that that's what we're here to talk about today and uh, i'm going to wrap up with the four key things i think you can do uh, to reinvent yourself and we're going to talk a lot about those things by the way if you're tuning in and you'd like to ask any questions today about reinventing yourself or about your business in general you can call us at 800- Five seven five nine five six four. that's 800-575-9564, or you can email us at info at that's info at tandemradio.com. So feel free to give us a call or email, drop us an email, and we'll uh, do our best to get your, your question on the air, and if not on the air, we'll definitely get you an answer. So again, we're here with our guest, Deborah Weiss, uh, who's a business owner, a real estate broker, and also a short sales specialist, which is her focus today. And it's one of the things you did, Deborah, to reinvent yourself, right?
3: Absolutely. To, yeah. to go with the changing times. And I foresaw, I uh, indicated, uh, I told you earlier that when the previous company worked for, you know, a few years back, when I told him I was going to become a short sale specialist and get certified, if um, my father used to joke and say, what well, do you need a certification to sell shorts for? <laughs> so, I mean, back then, you know, years ago, it was it really kind of was unheard of. But I foresaw, because of my own personal experiences, that there was going to be a need for this. And my uh, my broker at the time said, don't do that. You're going to box yourself in a corner. You just don't specialize in something like that. Everything's going to be fine. And I said, no, things are not going to be fine. Right. So I, f- I foresaw that as well, and I just dove right into it. Um, and one of the one of the main things that you when, when you when you find something or you discover something or reinventing yourself is spreading the word mm. that's what in the beginning i had a little bit of, of struggle with because people didn't know what a short sale was so i spent a lot of my time doing seminars um uh a social media sites uh spread you know spreading the word going back to uh, the local networking groups uh, you know years ago people could just put in a, when things were, were were great just put in a print ad and you know the phone would you know phone would be ringing. Right. Today we have to go back to kind of old school, and you know it's all about networking, and um, especially in the short sales, people don't want to disclose um, you know so so openly that mm-hmm. you know that they owe more on their house or they can't pay you know they can't pay their mortgage. Right. So it's all about building relationships. So mm-hmm. I found a whole new way to do business. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not about putting print ads. It's all about relationships and people, uh, networking groups, um, LinkedIn. How do you get, who's your audience? Uh, Who do you need to get to? And that's what I started to focus on as well.
2: And we're going to cover that more later in the show. I want to um, continue with the uh, um, process of how you got to where you are today. And and I know you're very hot on networking and and all these things, and that's what's bringing all the business to you. And I'm just so excited to hear about your growth. And it's kind of funny, because when, um, you know, years ago, when the economy first hit the blip, and and people would say to me, oh, it's a down economy. What are we going to do? I would tell them I refuse to participate. And I know you've heard me say that many Mm -hmm. times. And I know you've taking that tax nice too steal it, yes and it's, it's, yeah right exactly so uh, uh, thanks for the credit yeah. but uh, but the point is that uh, that's one of the things that you need to do you need to forge through so so here you were. you were in real estate you were you were doing the regular real estate business that all these other people are doing and you decided to focus on uh, specifically on short sales which we just talked about let's talk about you also did another step in there recently and you became a broker correct
3: yes I went and got my broker's license because of my you have to to qualify to get your broker's license you have to have a certain amount of years experience Mm. And then you have to uh, take you know classes, and then you have to sit for the state exam, okay. uh, which is a real, which is actually was a really tough exam to <laughs> to pass. But um, that like uh, having a broker's license that allows you to open up your own office. Okay, you don't have to work for somebody else. I can have people working for me, and uh, so I f- thought that step was necessary, a to give me the education and also to give me the credibility to potentially go and open up my own office. And I did think about doing that for a while, but the short sales themselves mm-hmm. were becoming were very demanding and taking a lot of my time I thought you know what I'll, I'll actually put the potential of opening up my own office on hold and let me focus on helping as many people as I can uh, and so when I joined Keller Williams I found I'm able to do that. Being a productivity coach, um, I'm able to help a lot of other employees um, and a lot of sales associates. So I'm using, utilizing my broker's skills right. uh, without actually being the taking the responsibility of the broker's license. So I can focus on educating other agents, and I spend a good amount of time teaching other agents. On the short sale process so mm. they're educated and they can help their clients as well
2: there you go well so so now we've we've found the whole transition now you've gone from uh you know the beginning and and, and being involved in corporate america and being involved with franchising and moved into real estate uh, a real into general contracting and then into real estate and then now it focused on short sales and doing very well with it i must say um, and of course now you have your broker's license congratulations i know it's no easy task right in between all that, I know God grabbed you yes, and uh, had a huge impact on your life and continues to have a huge pe- impact on your life. And I love to see that because that's where I see the glow in your eyes when we talk about the Lord. And I'm mm-hmm. so happy to know you in that respect. So tell us a little bit about that. So you went through all this. You went through these bubbles. You went through the ha- getting stuck with real estate properties. You know, some people th- think about this for a second, folks. You think you're sweating because you own one house and you can't pay the mortgage? <laughs> I know what Deb went through when she had several and yep. couldn't do that. But, but God stepped in, gave her some strength and so forth, and I don't want to steal her thunder there. Let's talk about that, Deb. How how has your relationship with Jesus Christ impacted what you're doing, what you did and what you're doing today?
3: Right. Well, first, let me just, if you don't mind, I'll just Absolutely. read one of my favorite uh, scriptures Here is Luke 12. From everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded. And from the one who has been entrusted with much, much more will be asked. Mm. Um, I've always, um, you know, believed in this, and and when I did have— uh, more than i do have now um certainly i always i always felt that responsibility to give back mm. um and but even though still much has been taken away from me i still you know believe believe in this and feel this that i'm still blessed and i'm still given um something different now i'm given wisdom mm. and i was given the the education of of what has happened to me and i still have that strong um desire to because of the wisdom has given to me to teach others to to um, go through the short sale process, and I think that's where that burning passion comes from right. is to, I don't want to just, I didn't want to just do this for myself and walk away and not tell everybody, you know, you know, that I found the short sale and everything is a, is, a, is fine with me. I felt this need that I have to go tell others. I have to save other people mm, yeah, right. from foreclosure because in my house, the F word is never spoken. Right. Okay. Yeah. You just, it, we do not, you just don't foreclose on your home. Right. The short sales. The uh, F word is, being foreclosure. Correct. Yes. <laughs> okay. Let's, <laughs> yes. Let's be clear there. I was <laughs> okay. reaching for the button here. Sorry. guys Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, foreclosure, um, and that th- so that, that that whole desire from prior, you, you know, to now is funnelled through, and the Lord has has kept me focused mm. on on what I'm doing is not just for you know for the money and the commissions. But is it, he keeps me focused by I still need to no matter what's been taken away from me mm. okay all well, my houses and <laughs> and the money and four week K money but I still have the wisdom and I'm still you know, I feel I'm still on on this mission for him to help to help other people in this way through sharing my wisdom and helping them through
2: mm. and it's great when I see you and how you serve and I know uh, your relationship with the Lord is being recognized by your children as well and I know that's very rewarding for you also and uh, it was such a blessing when we we see, our children know the Lord because of uh, hopefully because of our example and so forth. So, I'm very proud of you in that respect. And I'm glad you brought that scripture into it because it does mean a lot. I know that it means a lot to you, but mm-hmm. it does mean a lot in general. Why don't you read that one more time for us so our listeners can hear that okay. scripture?
3: <clears throat> Luke chapter 12. From everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded, and from the one who has been entrusted with much, much more will be will be asked.
2: Mm. So think about that, folks. You know, uh, when you're out there, um, God's ready to give. He really is. He God is the ultimate giver. He gave his son first before we could be forgiven. And uh, he gave his son to sinners. And it was amazing uh, what he's done for us in so many aspects uh, throughout the entire Bible. So God is the ultimate giver. And uh, here he's saying that um, to whom much is given, which hopefully that's you and I, uh, much will be expected. And um, that is essential to your plan of reinventing yourself and when you are looking at reinventing yourself you need to see where how that plays into your relationship with Jesus Christ I can't express that enough Uh, because he has a plan for you too and no one's going to help you more to reinvent yourself than God. He's going to give you the strength. He's going to give you the guidance. He'll give you the insights and the visions if you're seeking him and seeking his word. And that's what the good news on business is all about. This is Tandem Radio Live. We're here every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and just uh, enjoy talking to you about what God's plan is for business for you. And uh, we hope that you'll take these scriptures that we use. And I'm so glad Debbie brought one that was from her heart and shared that with us today. And we got more of them. Uh, We got the three original scriptures that we'll talk about in the next segment, and so much more to talk about when it comes to reinventing yourself. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to do a, one of my articles coming up in, uh, in the magazine. is going to be on reinventing yourself, so you'll get more information there. Stay tuned. we got a lot more for you, and uh, feel free to call us if you want at 800-575-9564.
1: You're listening to Tandem Radio, the good news on business. Call our show at 1-800-575-9564 or visit our website at tandemradio.com.
2: And welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. If you haven't been to our website yet, tandemradio.com, it's filled with resources. Uh, you'll find our sponsors' information on there, which are good Christian business owners that sponsor this show. You'll find a, a, a link to Debbie's Deborah's site and uh, more about short sales, and you'll find a whole bunch of information there that'll just be powerful for you. You'll also find out about our network. Uh, we've started a, a networking group, uh, an exclusive group that's really hot and it's growing rapidly. And uh, Tandem Radio, you can find out all those things how to help your business. Let's go back to the scriptures before we continue on the show. The scriptures for today, again, the Lord puts these scriptures on my heart each week, and uh, some of them tie right into what we're talking about. Some of them don't seem to tie in, but God always ties them in by the end of the show because this is a Holy Spirit-led show. But the three scriptures for today are Ecclesiastes 3.22. So I saw that there is nothing better for a person than to enjoy their work because that is their lot. Psalm 90:17 May the favor of the Lord our God rest on us establish the work of our hands for us yes establish the work of our hands John 6:27 Do not work for food that spoils but for food that endures to eternal life which the Son of Man will give you, for on him God the Father has placed his seal of approval. We're talking today about reinventing yourself and taking your business and being successful even in times where people are saying the economy's down. And we understand that. We know unemployment's up. We know the banks are this and the money is that and inflation's high and gold is this and silver. We know those things. They're in front of us. We can't get away from them. But you know what? We have to take a tact that's going to make a difference. And I know one of my companies that's grown right now that we just hired three new employees in the past week alone. You need to take a tact that focuses you on reinventing yourself as the the, uh, marine motto is adapt, improvise, and overcome. And uh, we have someone in the studio today, Deborah Weiss, who's not only a business owner, but a real estate broker and a short sale specialist. Who has reinvented herself, and I'm so proud to say that I've watched this uh, evolution in her life, and it's been amazing. And I love how just she's come alongside and brought Christ into what she's doing, and has made it's made such a difference in her life and in her business. And we're here to share with you today not only how she reinvented herself, but how you as a business owner or somebody who's in business uh, at all can reinvent yourself. And I don't want to hold this out just to business owners because even if you're an employee of someone, you can literally reinvent yourself, make yourself more valuable to the employer. Let me give you a little tip. If you're worried about losing your job, you know what you need to do? You need to make yourself more valuable. It's just like with God. When you're struggling, you need to lean into him more. It's the same way with your work. If If you look at your company and your company's looking to, lay off and you're not sure if you're going to have a job next week, hey, I feel for you. I understand where you're coming from. But here's what you need to do. You need to lean in. You need to lean in. Do as unto the Lord, as, as if all the work was for the God, because God is the one who's watching you. And when you're a better employee and you're working harder and you're sharper, and yeah, maybe it will take a few more hours on your part. Maybe it will take a little less time playing around on Facebook or on texting when you focus on your business, you become an asset that the business owner can't afford to be without. I can't stress that enough. There are just certain people when it comes to a a pool of employees that you look at and you say, I can't do without that person. If you make yourself that valuable to the company you're working for, you you don't have to fear or worry. And of course, if your faith is in God, you don't have to fear or worry because he'll be in it and he'll help you. But what is your example? What are you doing? You know, James talks about uh, uh, it works, showing your faith, you know. So if you're out there and you're working and you're afraid to get laid off and you're praying, God, please don't lay me off, and you're goofing off at work, don't blame God because you got laid off, you know? So uh, keep that in mind that um, if you put the effort in, if you show that professionalism at your work and you are the best that you can be at what you do, it's going to be a real struggle for the owner to lay you off for sure. So keep that in mind. And uh, it's so important. But back to Deborah Weiss here today. So Debbie, we've talked about uh, your short sale specialties. Let's talk a little bit more about what you've done for yourself. So now you've reinvented yourself. I love what you've done with your website. You went out. You developed a new website. You got photos taken, right? You got all this stuff done. You got a video going right now and some of the other things. I don't want to steal your thunder. So let's talk about what were some of the actions you deliberately took to reinvent yourself?
3: Well, first of all, I had to figure out, um, Well, and you do over time, what works. But you know what? You model yourself of the over the people who you know who, it does work for them. Right. But the the first and foremost was was the networking, mm. networking and seeing how other small businesses and what are they doing. Mm. Okay, um, taking as many classes as I could on uh, Facebook. Um, uh, LinkedIn, um, whatever the internet sites, and trying to get myself all you know up to date on all you know all the computer aspects mm. on how to market yourself because it's it's I mean everything is technology today. Right? You know, smartphones. Uh, you know, Facebook fan pages. I mean, everything. This is not just something that your kids play with. This is something how you need to learn in order to you know to market your business. Right. So being being aware and and learning was one was the first steps and always trying to stay on top and uh, you know one you know one up as mm. far as you know the videos all of my listings um, you know themselves have at least like 20 photos and they all have a video tour on them mm. i also make sure that uh, they're um syndicated to like a thousand different websites wow. for all you know, for the for the market so that's one step is making sure that the listings are out there where people you know 95 percent of um all people start their search looking for a home on the internet right you need to as a realtor you need to have a strong presence on the internet so that was one of the first things that I had to do for just the basics of the business itself and that's why I also recommend for for anybody any entrepreneur selling a product or selling themselves is to have a you know a, a, a big internet presence you also
2: and that's so true in business in general, um, not just in real estate. I want to get that across mm-hmm. to people because Google, um, there's been some statistics done that 88% of people will Google a company before they'll do business with them. So think about that, folks. Um, if you're out there and you're a business owner, you're not taking advantage of all of these technologies. You know, And I know you may be sitting there going, hey, I've heard this before, and man, it just looks like more work on my plate. You know, uh, I've hired someone at one of my companies just to do that, and I can't believe the payback on that. But... Um, There's so many different ways you can do it. Like Deb mentioned, you know, it's not something for your kids to play with. But ask your kids. You know, if you got your your kids are in their teens at home and you don't know how to do the technology, business owners. Pick your kid's brain at night, and you'll you'll be shocked what you'll find out. Or like Deborah did, uh, go out and find some courses that are online and uh, learn about Facebook, learn about LinkedIn, Twitter, and all that. You've heard all the terms, but it's amazing how many people are neglecting to do it. I'm in a very niche industry, and in one of my companies I'm growing right now, and I, I'm shocked by how much the other competitors have not figured out what we're doing, yet quite honestly, we're super busy and hiring people. So it, it's amazing how that technology is right in front of us, like Deb said, You hear it on the news, you hear it on the radio, you hear about all these things, and yet are you really taking advantage of them? So, folks, if you're not taking advantage of today's technology and abilities, there's one major way to reinvent yourself. So I didn't mean to cut into there, Deb, but I know you had some more other thoughts. So outside of technology and networking, because I know those are two powerful things, what are some other things that you did to reinvent yourself?
3: Um, well, I guess get, you know, get education, get it within the, within the industry itself, the changing, make sure I get the certifications that were necessary, mm-hmm. the you know, with the short sales, um, I realized in in all of uh, my properties um, that had liens against them that they were title issues. So I went and I got my title producer's license oh, for go. the sake of educating, you know, educating myself. So I knew anything that can help and enhance your business to make you the specialist. And that's mm. another main thing, branding yourself, you setting yourself apart from, because, mm. you know, you can, you can sell office products or, or, or you know a product but make yourself different make yourself stand you know stand out right. um you know come up with some niche that you because you stand up in a room and say you know I'm a realtor well you know there is there's, there's five or 10 of them or anywhere you go right. so and that applies to almost every single business right. find yourself a, a niche brand yourself okay and make yourself stand out
2: that that's so important and uh you know it, it's one of my points we're going to touch on at the end uh, one of my mentors used to say all the time, "Look and see where everybody else is going, and go in the opposite direction." You know, and it's so important to, to separate yourself from the herd, uh, for lack of a better term. And and I see it. You know, you go to these network events, you go, you look in in, in uh, the media, and you're you're right. There there's hundreds of real estate agents to choose from. There's hundreds of financial guys. There's hundreds of insurance people. You know, to, to and, and you need to really carve yourself out a little niche and then make yourself the best at it. One Thing I want to point out is that you know in any industry, whatever it is, the people I would say the top twenty percent of the people in that industry are doing well. You you, you just can't. That's the bottom line. The top twenty percent are always going to do well. The question is, are you in the top twenty percent? Hey, even in good times, if you're at the bottom fifty percent, you're going to be just making a living. You know, if you're lucky, you know, if you stay in there. But the top twenty percent are always doing well no matter whether the economy's up or down. So the question comes down to what are you doing to get yourself there? And Deborah, I like how you pointed out education. You went out and taught yourself something you didn't know. Um, Sometimes that comes from necessity and sometimes you just learn that in general. But it's so important to get that education. And reading is so important. Readers are leaders. I was just reading this morning a book by Chuck Swindoll and he talks about how important reading is and whether you're reading on the internet or reading a book or whatever, uh, it's all so important. Deb, I want to thank you for sharing all this. we got more to talk. About are almost in the home stretch. I can't believe it. And of course, we're going to wrap up today with uh, my five points of how to reinvent yourself. And I think they're going to be powerful. you going to want to have a pen and pad ready uh, unless you're driving, of course. Behave yourself. You can always catch archive shows on TandemRadio.com. Uh, we have the archive shows on there, so you can catch this again and get all these points that I'm going to list uh, in the next segment, the five key points to reinventing yourself or reinventing your business. And so much more is on TandemRadio.com. You have to really check it out. You can actually listen to the show there. And welcome to all those that are listening to the show. And also, of course, uh, catch a lot of powerful information that will help you with your business. We'll be back right after this break. Stay tuned. There's a lot more to come.
4: See, SAV systems can help you look and sound better. Is the word being heard clearly in your church? Do your sound and video presentations make your business look good? Is technology a struggle? you can let csavsystems.com provide the right technology to meet your needs as well as your budget. They've been designing professional sound and video systems for schools, churches, conference rooms, auditoriums, retail malls, hospitals, and more for over 25 years. csavsystems.com works with you to find the right mix of technology to help make a greater impact. Whether you need wireless microphones, XM satellite music, or sophisticated teleconferencing, csavsystems.com can help you enhance your business. To find out more about how CSAV Systems can help you look and sound better, the number is 732-577-0077 or online at csavsystems.com, a sponsor of Tandem Radio.
3: Hi, I'm Deborah Weiss, your certified short sale specialist with Keller Williams Realty. If you owe more on your home than current market value and need to sell for any reason, a short sale might be the answer. Once again, I'm Deborah Weiss with Keller Williams, Jersey Shore, serving Monmouth and Ocean Counties. For more information, my number is 908 670 9896 or online at shortsalespecialistnj.com. That's shortsalespecialistnj.com.
2: Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn DeLakin, here with Deborah Weiss, who's a business owner. A real estate broker and a short sales specialist. Her first time I heard her say that I was like, how do you make money selling shorts? But anyway, um, it's funny. Uh, But uh, we're here today talking about reinventing yourself for your business. The scriptures today are so right on money as they always are. Ecclesiastes 3.22 So I saw that there is nothing better for a person than to enjoy their work because that is their lot. Think about that, folks. If you're not enjoying what you're doing, maybe now's the time to reinvent yourself and get into something that you do enjoy doing and uh, I know in Deb's case it was at uh, a necessity but it turned out to be something that God really had planned for her and you could see it because she enjoys what she does. Psalm 90, 17 May the favor of the Lord our God rest on us. Establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work for our hands. God, seek God. Let Him uh, establish the work of your hands and be there to guide you and teach you what you need to learn. John 6, 27 Do not work for food that spoils but for food that endures to eternal life which the Son of Man will give you for on him God the Father has placed his seal of approval think about this folks You know, there's an old saying, don't work to earn, work to learn, you know, and uh, most importantly, you need to be focused on God. Do what He wants you to do, and all these things will come to you. Do not work for just for dollars and cents. If you're working for the money, you're probably not in the place you should be. Certainly may not be in the place God wants you to be. Seek Him out and find out what His plan for you is, and not only will your life be more filled with joy, but all the other things will come to you as well. So we're here today with Deborah Weiss, as I told you. And Deb, um, we're in the last stretch. We only have a few minutes. So we're going to talk about the five points um, that I feel are very important uh, for to uh, reinvent yourself. And if you want to comment on anything, uh, any of them, I'd love to have to hear you say it because I know that you've used a lot of these things. First off, let's talk about the five points. So if you want to write these down, you can. And uh, you can just call these Tandem Radio Lives, Five Points to Reinventing Yourself for Your Business. First off ignore the doom and gloom stay focused on success I think that is so important to people you know we hear it we you know the the, the uh, president got on the other day and gave a speech that I just thought was horrible but uh, that's my opinion it's my show uh, and it just it, it didn't do anything for the country I mean it really didn't give us uh, put us up or lift us up ignore the doom and gloom forget about what's going on around you when it comes to the economy and people saying all kinds of things focus on your success because God wants you to be successful just so, uh, when it comes to people who come around you and say doom and gloom. Say, hey, look, I refuse to participate. I'm going to stay focused on success. Number two, be the best at whatever it is you choose to do. Uh, Like I said before, the top 20% in any industry, you usually see making a lot of money. Certainly the top 10%. They do very well. They're successful. What they do, why? Because they're good at it and they love doing it. So be the best at whatever it is you choose to do. If you're in something that you're not loving, you're not enjoying, you don't feel as rewarding, Reinvent yourself, find something else to do. Believe me, you're not as locked in as you may think you are. Uh, Number three, have a clear plan. Start with the end in mind. If you don't know where you want to be, you're probably going to get there, you know? So keep that in mind that you need to know where you're going and where you want to be. Seek God's vision in this. Seek God's plan for your life. What is an ideal situation for you? And don't say, you know, sitting on a beach, you know? I mean, let's get some detail into this, you know? Whether it's the business you're in or doing the things you want to do, maybe even the amount of kids you want to have if you haven't had any yet— All those things are so important. So have a clear thought of what the end looks like and start with the end in mind. Number four innovate. See what everyone else is doing and go in the other direction. you got to be innovative. Take Deborah's example uh, here. She saw short sales firsthand and realized that that was a coming trend. And what did she do? She jumped on and learned about it, dug into it, and now she literally is the short sales specialist. And the last one is spread the word. Number five, get the word out, whether it's through networking or technology or a promotion or whatever. There are a lot of free ways to get the word out. And Deb mentioned a lot of them when she was talking. And I think that's so powerful, you know, uh, not to diss any of the marketing people, but, you know, you don't necessarily need a huge marketing budget to get your business cranking. Uh, What you need is focus on the things that work. And uh, those things can be free quite often, uh, including network events and so forth. I'm shocked at how many people sit home day in and day out when they're they're sitting there crying about their business, but yet they're sitting home watching TV. What am I going to do? You know, What are you going to do? Go out and reinvent yourself. Go out there. Go out and network. Meet other people. Even if you're just looking for a job. It it beats sitting home. Believe me, if you're out there, I I run into people who say, well, basically, I'm here because I'm looking for a job. I'm looking for a nice business owner that I could probably work with. And it's so powerful to see people out there doing it. So um, that's the five points. I'll say them one more time before we wrap up. But, Deb, you heard them. I just threw them out at you. Got any thoughts on any of them that you want to key on? No, I just
3: agree. Uh, To Point number one is... Um, I always say, be part of the solution, not part of the problem. There you go. Uh, right. And network, network, network. Um, I'm doing a uh, another seminar. Um, uh, next Wednesday for the Hazlitt Business Association. Oh, okay, I saw any, that. Yeah, any opportunity that I can get in front of um, a group that will that will have me that will listen to me. I'm yeah. a executive, um, you know, a board member of the Northern Chamber of Commerce. That's right. Any chance that I have to, uh, that I can to speak in front of it to educate them. That's free. Mm. Okay, people looking for that. So just get out there, network, and as you said, there's a lot of free opportunities to promote yourself and promote your business and be enthusiastic, uh, right. and people will see it.
2: That's so important. And, you know, it goes back, reminds me, the joy of the Lord, right? I mean, if you have the joy of the Lord in your life and in your heart, you're going to be enthusiastic, whatever you're doing. And it's so important to be that way. Uh, People need to see that, and they need to see your example. Uh, That's another thing you mentioned during the break, Deb, and I want to mention that, too. So many times I have people that come up to me and profess being in a certain business, but their presentation or what they have just doesn't reflect excellence, you know, and it's shocking whether it's someone who comes up to me and says, yeah, I'm an incredible marketer and I do unbelievable marketing and, and I've never even heard of the person. And I from there on, I never hear from the person. I don't even know what they're doing. And, and I mean, I don't see any of their marketing prowess uh, uh, or somebody says, comes up to me and says, hey, I'm a wonderful accountant. You know, it's like uh, how wonderful, you know, I mean, you look at the, some of these folks. Think about that. A 30-second commercial, we've talked about that on the show before, can be so powerful for you. If you can't express in 30 seconds what you do and how good you're at it, you how well you do it, you're missing out on a great opportunity. Everyone you meet should know that you're enthusiastic about what you do, and not only that, that you're good at it. And what does it mean by being good at it? Be the example. So if you make pencils, you better have the sharpest pencil in your pocket that anybody could ever have. If you're a great real estate person, you better have a good track record there or some listings that you can show them how well you're doing and so forth. That is so important to realize that example is a vital part of that. And I know, Deb, you've uh, shined through in many of these things, especially even on the innovation part. And you've even chosen a clear path. And you know what you have. You, you have a clear vision of where you're going and what you're doing. And I'm so proud of you for those things. And and certainly, you got to mention being the best at what you do. I mean, you're really going out there and learning. How do you become the best at what you do, Deb?
3: Uh, experience and educate yourself. Uh, read courses and uh, try and emulate yourself. Um, yourself on somebody maybe perhaps that has even done that before
2: Hmm. so so there's some good tips right there you know look look at a mentor right look look for mentors look for people who are successful in your industry hey if you're in an industry and you're struggling the best thing you can do if you want to stay in that industry is find out the top five people in it and find out what they're doing look at them closely Uh, again people who are sharp and who are doing well are out there you can find out about them you can find them on facebook you can find them on linkedin you can go see their business experience experience first and you can go pick apart their website you know i'm shocked at people sometimes that they they're in an industry and they've never even looked at their competitors websites and you wonder i mean not that you should be um uh you know all caught up in that some people get take the other side of the pendulum and they look at somebody else's website oh my gosh i'll never do this but think about it you know who's the most successful in your industry and what are they doing you need to look at that and and of course Surround yourself with some experts that know what you're doing, that know what you need to do. And you know what? Especially in areas that you're not proficient in. I want to get that a point across real well. If there's an area that you're not good at, I'm not real good at technology. That's why we started the Tandem Path now and how Tandem Radio has taken that direction to help business owners. I'm not good with technology, so I uh, I surround myself with people who are good at technology, uh, like John here at the studio or like Catherine, my assistant at work, and uh, they run with that technology and they make it work for our company while I can focus on the things that I'm best at. So if you're a business owner out there and you just don't know where to go with this stuff, those are some of the things you want to do, Deb. Are there any last thoughts that you have that you may want to throw out to the audience about uh, reinventing yourself and where you've come?
3: Uh, well, just I just want to touch on just the last uh, subject that you were talking about is especially in real estate and all business. And when you're mm-hmm. an entrepreneur, you it, you can't be all things. You right. can't be excellent at everything at the marketing at, at go, uh, going out writing you know, the ads, and then actually you still have, someone that still has to do the actual work and provide for the client as well. So find what resources or or stick to what you're good at. And also then whatever you're not good at, find the resources to, in order to get it, you know, to get it done. Consider yourself your own little, your own little company within yourself Mm. and recognize your faults Uh, and recognize your strong points and your weak points and get help in your weak points.
2: Mm, There you go. Very, very good advice, Deborah. I want to thank you for coming in today. I know the audience uh, enjoyed you and that uh, there's just so much powerful stuff that flowed today and there's so much more to talk about. We just can't cover it all in one hour. But uh, good to see you, Deb. I wish you much continued success. Deborah Weiss, a short sales specialist, who happens to also be a sponsor of the show and uh, a good close friend and uh, a sister in the Lord, most importantly. And uh, I love that. Um, So thanks, Deb, for coming. And
3: thank you again, Glenn, for having me.
2: No problem. And most importantly, I want to give you this last piece of advice, and I hope you'll take it home to heart. You need to pray about these things. It's so critical to enhance your business, enhance your life in general. Prayer makes it work. Seek God. Ask him where he wants you, what he'd like you to do, how he'd like you to do it. And all these things, if you seek him first, all these things will come to you. And uh, God will give you a clear understanding of where he wants you to be if you're seeking Him, and uh, in your day-to-day decision-making, when I had to hire employees, I sit and pray, God, please bring me the right people to complement our team. When when we're, we need more sales or when we want to close a good deal, I pray to the Lord that He will bring that deal to us. If it's His will, uh, we'd have it done, and so forth. So keep that in mind in, in all that you're doing. Seek the Lord. His guidance is there. His Word is there. It's so clear in the Scriptures. If you're really looking, uh, get to your concordance and look up things like the word work. Uh, and uh, success and some of those other things. And you'll be amazed what will jump out of you. Scripture's like the ones we talked about today. I want to thank our team today. I want to thank John for coming in and all his technical prowess. I want to thank Lucas for coming down from Rutgers and uh, being the lead tech today. I want to thank Nicole, our newest member of the team. And I want to thank Jenna, who produces the show and pulls it all together. Thank you, team. It was another great day, and we uh, love you and thank you, and I pray that God blesses you richly. Don't forget, TandemRadio.com. You need to check it out. TandemRadio Dot com. It's got a lot of information for you. Tandemradio.com. God bless you. Have a blessed weekend.
1: You've been listening to the Good News on Business, a tandem radio live broadcast heard.